episode of Virtual Coffee. My name is Alexa Collier, and on this podcast, I chat with small business owners, sometimes early career professionals, about their stories, advice, perspectives, etc. Now with me today is Taylor Vahey. She is a content creator and entrepreneur. Taylor currently attends Bryant University and is also pursuing her influencer dreams on social media. In this episode, Taylor gives a ton of advice for aspiring content creators, and we chat about going to college, entrepreneurship, how to succeed on TikTok, and a lot of other topics. It was a really fun conversation, and I think you'll enjoy this episode. Now, before we dive in, as always, I'd really appreciate if you could rate and review Virtual Coffee on the Apple Podcast app. You can also follow us along on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, pretty much any social media. You can find us. It's at Virtual Coffee Podcast. As always, thank you so much for tuning in and listening to this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Let me know what you think in a comment on a recent post or in a review. And I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. I will talk to you later and enjoy this episode with Taylor. Welcome, Taylor. Thank you so much for being on Virtual Coffee. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited. Yeah, me too. I'd love to just start by you introducing yourself to our audience. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, so I'm a junior at Brighton University. I am an entrepreneurship major, so really into like business ideas, personal development, that kind of thing. And then I've also been posting about my life since like the eighth grade. So building a little bit of a following and always just kind of like posting what I'm up to and having fun with it as like a creative hobby. But lately I've been kind of restructuring my content to be like more business themed, personal development, because I feel like that's what I really like and benefit from seeing content on social media. So I want to, you know, recycle ideas I hear other people talk about or like keep pushing that narrative of working on yourself because I think that there's a lot on social media that's like makeup and clothes and stuff which is still fun but that's never been like my vibe so kind of rebranding and like getting more focused on what I like posting about over the last year or so in like that business direction okay cool and that's crazy you started in eighth grade how did that start did it just start as a personal Instagram and then you wanted to make yourself a brand like what's that journey been like over the years yeah really interesting and like kind of a very specific answer when I was in middle school I like started growing wrong with scoliosis and Mm. it was like the normal like you get your back checked at the doctor kind of thing and they were like oh she has a little bit of a curve so fast forward a few years later I had to get put in braces for my back which went all the way from under your armpits to like down to your butt it was basically yeah. like a corset you would wear it yeah. like 22 hours a day wow and it was just like a super hard thing that like was already on top of you know a lot of those changes like in middle school friends mm-hmm. groups, like shifting people like you know going in different directions like you know that transition from like being a kid to a teenager adult And so I felt super, like, lonely because that just felt so unfair that I had to wear that for 22 hours a day, every single day, sleep with it on, try to find clothes that looked okay with it. 
And it's one of those things where, like, it doesn't work unless you wear it every day for, like, years. So I started posting about, like, what outfits, like, would look good with it because it was definitely hard to find, like, um, you couldn't really wear, like, pants as much because, like, it would either come, like, over your pants or, like, you'd have to have pants loose enough to fit over it. Mm -hmm. So I started getting into, like, dresses and kind of dressing up to, like, not, like, hide it, but, like, I I didn't always want people to, like, see it and, like, you know, ask too many questions. So I started posting about, like, what I could wear and finding other girls that had scoliosis, like, severely enough to, like, need um, a back brace. I ended up needing a surgery for it, too, so I posted a little bit about that. But that kind of opened my eyes to, like, the fact that there's no longer geographical boundaries when it comes to, like, meeting people and connecting with people. And so that was just, like, how I got started, knowing that I like social media and I like posting. And I feel like there are a lot of downsides of social media, but if you're going to be affected by, like, the downsides, I feel like it's good to know how to, like, strategically use social media to find content that's helpful to reach out to other people. So that's kind of how I started in like eighth grade and then just always posting about trips I'm on or what I'm working on, like goals, projects. So it's kind of always just been like a creative hobby, like along my journey of growing up. I really like that it started with you just sharing your journey. It sounds like you maybe like knew that content creators were a thing. Like I feel like uh, we're probably around a similar age, like back in middle school is when it kind of really got started right like influencers were a thing but maybe not many people knew about them I don't know but you started with your like really authentic journey and just sharing your story and then it kind of grew from there was there a moment where you realized oh I want to be a content creator or oh wow this is actually a thing this isn't just me sharing my story like this could be a brand or what Um. have you Yeah, there's been, like, a few moments where I'm like, wow, this should be taken more serious. I'll have a moment where I'm like, I do this for fun, and, like, I still kind of feel like this because I'm in school right now taking five classes, internships, and different things going on. So, like, sometimes I don't always make it. And also just, like, a social life of being with friends in college, hanging out with my boyfriend. Sometimes it's easy to, like, forget what an opportunity we all have if you want to connect with people it's totally on the table and it's also like a potential job that's just so cool to me and I also think that a lot of people have this like idea that you have to have millions of followers to make money and that's not true so after I kind of like broke down that I don't know myth in my head I was like oh wow if I just prioritize this you know a little bit every day It can definitely be like a part of my life. And over the summer, I started meeting people that I didn't know, but they recognized me from social media and just came up to me. Yeah, because I was waitressing at like a hotel. So I was making videos about like how much tips I was making every shift. And Mm -hmm. those were doing really well on TikTok. So I had girls coming up to me there. And then also at my college, I've been having a lot of freshmen come up to me saying that like they saw my videos when they were searching for the oh, school wow. and I helped them know like they wanted to come to the school. So when I hear things like that, it really like makes any doubts I have about it or sometimes people are mean too, like, oh, what do you think you're cooler than everyone posting mm-hmm. about your life? And it's like, no, it's not like that. I just genuinely enjoy meeting people in real life. I also enjoy interacting with people on the internet like it's just my thing so that's, that's kind of how it evolved that's a great journey and I like what you said that you don't have to have 
a million followers because it's really about your cultivating a brand and that brand is you and whether you want to take that to be your full-time job and work at it 40 hours a week or just post here and there like you are helping others you know how you're saying people would come up to you and and watch your videos and whatnot and even if you go into say the corporate world which I want to get into where you see your future in a second but wherever you head like this is such a good thing to have experienced and built up like your own brand there's just so many benefits and so many learnings and I feel like you really grow as as a person too in there I don't know I think that's great yeah it, it really is a great opportunity like if you like doing it regardless of the money which is right. my case if I went on a vacation I'd want to make a video out of it just because I like to look back in the memories I'm sentimental like I have fun with creative projects so if you like it without the money or like potential of like a lot of followers like you just enjoy kind of creating things like then it just is such an authentic path you can kind of do whatever you want in the future like the fact of working for someone else and like being on their agenda kind of scares me so Mm -hmm. I feel like this like line of work is just really good for like some entrepreneurial spirited type people yeah I agree and you don't know where it could take you like sure It could just remain a hobby or a side thing or like you never know what opportunity is going to come through with it. So if you enjoy doing it, why not keep doing it? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. And where do you see your future? So you're still in college right now and, you know, have your uh, social media brand going on as well. Where's your future? Do you have any dreams after college or are you kind of rolling with it? Like, where are you at? Yeah, so I really don't see myself working for anyone else because honestly, (laughs) the more I say it out loud, I'm like, I'm really just owning my truth. I just think that like, I'm very motivated by building something bigger than, I don't know, what a job could offer me. I feel like, like a lot of jobs are like super structured and I'm not always great at like executing like long-term like follow through about things, but I'm very good good at like coming up with a lot of ideas and motivating people. And I just feel like I'd be wasting my potential if I like sold myself short and got like a corporate job that I don't want. So I kind of see myself going into the like startup space, consulting Mm. space, and kind of working on like a lot of different projects, having my social media be a stream of income, but that is also an avenue of like communicating with people, um, meeting clients or like promoting clients projects on my social media. Like I see it all fitting together very well. I'm also taking my real estate license test. This upcoming Oh, cool. Week. Yeah. So I think that if I did that, like, cause most real estate agents work part time. So I think that that would be a cool gig to give me content to post about. Um, it would fit nicely with the content type job. Cause that's another thing. I have a nine to five I also can't realistically like make videos and do Mm -hmm. cool projects and stuff I want to like be I don't know I feel like if I was working for someone else I would be distracted kind of and I'd rather just like while I'm young like give it my all and work for myself so yeah I see myself really trying to work on like the entrepreneur startup space and get more serious about that. A lot of people have kind of given me like a hard time about being an entrepreneurship major. They're like, oh, like you don't need to major in entrepreneurship to be an entrepreneur. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, yeah, I agree. But if I know I want to be an entrepreneur, why wouldn't I major in it and learn as much as I can? So that's kind of the, the trajectory going forward, but things could change too. Yeah, definitely. And 
I think one of the hardest things in life in general is understanding what you want to do and almost like your personal why. And it seems like that's what you're spending time exploring right now, which I think Mm -hmm. is super valuable. Like even you saying, yeah, I don't think I want to work for someone. And like you said, of course I could change, but if that's what you know, then use that information, right? Like know who you are, know what you want and base your decisions off of that. Yeah. That's really smart. Right. Thank you. And I also feel like um, it's becoming so much more possible to make an income like by being a content creator or by being an entrepreneur, small business owner than ever before. Like the barriers to entering are so low. Like anyone with a free email address with Wi-Fi, like you can start doing whatever. So it's kind of like there's no excuses. Like if I want to work for myself, I know that I'm capable. I just have to be disciplined and just do it so I've started to like kind of be like all right you know I'm graduating in a year and a half if I get serious and like kind of get it together there's no reason why I can't do this yeah kind of my current mindset yeah I love love the motivation and even with you having yeah even with you having your degree too that's always a nice even just a like a backup plan, right? Like yeah. you could get a job in the corporate world or who knows, like whatever industry. I think that's just nice to have too. And yeah. Exactly. I also feel like if I worked, you know, for a marketing position for like a year or two, that wouldn't be the worst thing either. Get some experience, especially if I like move somewhere new, mm-hmm. just to meet people, kind of get on my feet somewhere. But I don't think that would ever be like the long term. It's going to make me happy forever. I think it'd be like a good, you know, experience maybe more than like a long term plan. Could definitely fit in at some point. But yeah, I'm pretty, pretty set or like motivated on working for myself. And I encourage anyone who's thinking about content creation to read A Thousand True Fans. Have you read that? I haven't, no. Okay, it's this article. You'll really like it. And it's basically the premise that you only need a thousand people that like really support you to buy or support you just by watching your videos. That's like ad revenue in a hundred dollars, like throughout a calendar year. If you have a thousand people doing that, then you're going to be making six figures. True. So when you think about it like that, it's like, okay, I definitely like that's not that hard. Like it's it's a challenge to get to that point. But when you break it down like that, it just like a lot of the fear goes away because you're like, okay, that's very doable. I probably already have a thousand people that like me and support me and stuff. I just need to figure out the monetization piece more strategically to like make that work. So I recommend that article to anyone. I think it's super inspiring. And I'm also doing my honors thesis at Bryant University on how content creation is a job opportunity because I'm trying to like help educate people, especially older people. I feel like a lot of my older professors are confused about it or parents are confused about it. So I kind of want to like lay it out all out in like a presentation for people to Mm -hmm. be like, this is the potential. This is how you make money because it is confusing for some people, I feel like. And then it makes like me doubt myself if like other people don't get it. I'm like, why am I listening to criticism from someone who doesn't understand this opportunity. So I'm excited about that project because I think that that will be really eye-opening to a lot of people. And I also want to talk to people at my school about like maybe getting a content creation like minor that's like an interdisciplinary 
marketing communication entrepreneurship minor or something because this is like a real people are dropping out of college to pursue content creation so like if you had a program that supported it that would be a very smart thing for university yeah yeah I was gonna say I feel like you have so many options because you also started so young and are in this world like you could even I was gonna say like teach about content creation or like you're saying make Mm -hmm. a program or like that in and of itself could be your service or product that you offer like that's really neat you have a I feel like you have a lot of options and even with you yeah and even you know you're saying maybe go into the startup world or whatever like even if you had a um even just like a part-time or side job that was able to fund your own business that you're creating, like at least at the start. I don't know. That's neat. I think there are definitely benefits because you started so young, not to say that people Mm -hmm. can't start this journey at any age, but that's great. Yeah, that's cool. Thank you. I think if you just know you really want to do it, then there's like no excuses not to. And I've just kind of had an honest conversation with myself and been like, I've been doing this for a while. Like, and kind of gaining traction without really meaning to. Like, I wonder mm-hmm. what I could do if I really get disciplined and make it a priority every day. So it, it's exciting when you when you know what you want. Definitely. It's easier. I agree. When you stick to your mission and, and know what that is. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It. Do you have any other, you mentioned that article, uh, any other resources or even people you follow who are really inspiring? Just any recommended resources for other content creators or or entrepreneurs yeah for sure I have a lot I really like the skinny confidential yes uh, (laughs) yeah do you listen to that yes I was actually it's funny I was just listening to um one of their episodes right before we started recording (laughs) oh my god that's so funny I'm trying to get my boyfriend to listen to an episode he's like I will I will like it's a girl thing though and I'm like no the podcast cover is pink I'll give that to you but like it's her and her husband and they've right. had Jordan Belfort on their podcast like you'd mm-hmm. like it can you please listen so yeah <laughs> I really love them I love the brand that they've built I love their relationship and like mm-hmm. how they fit together so well she's doing the blogging he's like owning the businesses and then they get to meet all these cool people through their podcast and their episodes are also like so amazing I've literally taken notes sometimes on Nice. some of their podcasts I also through them got into Ed Milet's content he's like a motivational I'd say he's a little bit business too like a coach right. I think he just re- has really great perspectives another thing is like we live in a world where you can kind of surround yourself with anyone through like listening to to people's podcasts or videos of them talking so I really try to use that to my advantage and like become smarter you are the five people you surround yourself with but there's no reason why those people like can't be you know people you don't know that you're just listening to their podcast kind of thing and like learning more and becoming a better version of yourself through podcasts or people that you don't know so I'm a big fan of those people I've also been getting into the bigger pockets podcast which is a real estate investing podcast because I also want to own property and I think that that's a really good way to build wealth if you're looking into you know how to be financially secure I think that that's something everyone can benefit from whether it's like you know they just have a house that they rent out or like a vacation home at the Airbnb I think that that's a great idea for anyone I like that bigger pockets podcast for that and 
I'm also a pretty big reader. I feel like it's harder when I'm at school, but I feel like it doesn't really matter what you read. I think it's just a good habit, like get mm-hmm. off the phone, learn something new. You feel kind of accomplished. I think sometimes I read um, business type books or like productivity, motivation, anything, self-development in like the morning or daytime. Cause if I read it right before bed, it will kind of like keep me up with like ideas or inspo. So I try to do more like fiction stories that are just mm-hmm. like to relax at night. And for that kind of book, I love Ellen Hildebrand books, Beach Reads. So okay. that's kind of my escape, but still a great recommendation. Yeah. No, a lot of good recommendations there. Do you um do you listen to the What We Said podcast? I don't think I do, but I might have like heard an episode or two, but I definitely don't listen regularly. Yeah, I feel like you'd like them. You really remind me the so the two hosts are JC Marie Smith and Chelsea. So Chelsea and JC. And I feel like you'd like them because they're very they're content creators, influencers, and but they also have like life, you know, they're definitely lifestyle content creators, but also have a business drive too. So they have um, I think they call it their balanced boss course where they teach like how to be a balanced boss, like find what you want to do, like tips and tricks. I don't know. It just reminds me of some of the potential offerings or business ideas that you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what yeah. is it called again? It's the What We Said podcast. Okay. I'm going to yeah. listen. Yeah. You'll find them on Instagram too. Even just like scroll through their their feed or something. But yeah, okay. you remind me remind me of them. But yeah, great recommendations. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, I'll have to check out some of those podcasts you mentioned that I haven't listened to yet. Would you yeah, ever start sure. a start a podcast? Like, what are your um, top, I guess, social media platforms right now? Or yeah. do you have ideas to start any new ones? Okay, I actually had a podcast going like okay. a year or two ago, but it was just like. I don't know. I think like when you're trying to like, get a lot of things going like across yeah. platforms, it's hard. So I didn't like delete it or be like, I'm done with this, never doing this again. I was just kind of like, all right, I have like 30 episodes up and like, I'll leave it because like, I do think that they're good, but I'm not actively like posting. So I'm, that's kind of like just on a back burner. I yep. feel like if I got back into it, I'd want to do it more like the Skinny Confidential, how they have really interesting guests. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that it was just easier to kind of do like solo podcasts or do podcasts like episodes with my friends or like really low key, right. easy episodes. But then I was like, oh, I feel like this isn't well, one, it's like kind of a lot of time to sit down and have like an hour of audio. Mm-hmm. As I'm sure you know. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like across all my platforms, I think I need to be disciplined about like where I'm putting my time because I also you know, I'm going to school right now. That is like where my priority needs to be. They'll want to like keep social media up. So recently I've been really prioritizing TikTok because the reach on TikTok is just like unbelievable. Like you can put, I can pour hours into a YouTube video, make it really creative, think of a good idea, have a whole series. And like mostly my audience is going to watch it that already watches me. And which is great, but, like, you need to keep growing, and the reach on Instagram, like, no one knew will, like, really see your stuff as much as if you did the same thing and put it on TikTok. Right. You have the potential to, like, easily have hundreds of thousands of views. Also, the TikTok is an easier platform to, like, edit on the go and make videos as you, like, 
or just on your phone throughout the day with Mm -hmm. um, YouTube you have to or you don't have to but like I use my camera and then I have to get out my laptop and edit it and the editing takes a really long time like four or five hours I'd say sometimes for a video so I don't know TikTok I feel like for now is just my best opportunity or like use of time I actually deleted Instagram for the month of November because I just wanted a detox and I also like I don't know I think it's like overwhelming to feel like you have to get an Instagram post up and a YouTube video and a TikTok video every day I was just like all right while it's like gearing up for finals I'm gonna delete Instagram and just kind of put my content on TikTok for the month. So yep. that's kind of my strategy for now. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And what you're saying about prioritizing, you know, and sure, you can cross post some content, but not everything. Like some things need to be edited differently or one's a video and one's a photo. Um, so it's not, yeah, that easy to cross populate or cross post and TikTok can be very hard. Like I totally am with you that the reach is insane, totally worth putting the effort in, but like, how did you get started on TikTok? I don't know. What are your ideas or? Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about TikTok. So in the last week, like last week I had 14,000 followers on TikTok and today I have like 36,000. So so like a week later. So that just kind of shows that it's like, with a few videos doing well, it's really easy to grow on TikTok. Um, and I think the nice thing about TikTok is, like, you can throw up the video and it, like, cannot do that well. And it doesn't really matter because it's kind of not a joke platform. But, like, on Instagram, everyone's trying to be aesthetic and have the whole feed match mm-hmm. and everything. And there's, like, a little bit more pressure. It's a little bit more public. Everyone follows you on Instagram. Everyone from, like, grandparents to people in class but I feel like on TikTok like most people that follow me don't know me so it's a little bit easier to like have my ideal audience in mind when I create content versus my like Instagram has like people that like know me in real life and people that know me from social media so it's a little bit harder to like structure the content and like know who the audience is which is important when you're making anything I think TikTok's just fun because like kind of throw it up and see what happens Mm -hmm. and in the last week made a few videos about how I have I'd say manageable ADHD but it's also like something I struggle with I get anxious that I'm gonna forget something because I just know I'm forgetful and I like don't ever want to like mess up anyone else's plans or like be a burden on anyone else because I'm messing I'm forgetting things because like that's just something that's just my fault one of my faults So I made a video about how I, like, have learned techniques and strategies and worked hard to, like, not let the ADD mindset be my downfall. Like, I really have to work intentionally to be on time for things. Mm -hmm. Like, for this podcast interview, I I put it in my Google Calendar and put it for 12.45 instead of 1 p.m. because I knew I'd probably be a few minutes late. Mm. So it's just, like, those little things. Um, And I was sharing some of those on TikTok and the video was doing very very well and it's also like nice when you see um when you put up meaningful content and you see like that it's helping people I really love that yeah that's helpful advice it's I think for me for TikTok I just need to like jump off the deep end and just like you said just start posting things and see Mm -hmm. see what does well see what resonates see what doesn't it's just about experimenting yeah I'd say do like a 30-day challenge like post like two videos a day for like 30 days and just kind of 
use it at minimum to just like figure out what you like posting and to get like better and more comfortable and I think like you're definitely bound if you're posting 60 videos for like a few of them to do pretty well right yeah that's a good idea is worth it yeah that's a great idea I like that advice and you've been giving advice throughout this whole episode, but any other just advice top of mind for college students, entrepreneurs, people trying to work for themselves, just any any other advice that we may not have talked about so far? Yeah, I'd say mindset and simple habits make the biggest difference. And self-awareness and like knowing yourself are like the building blocks of success. Like that's kind of my general advice for anyone, because I think Sometimes when we ask people for like advice or look to other people, they're on like a little bit of a different journey than us. So it's hard to like know if we should take their advice when things get specific. And also like, you know yourself better than anyone else. Like I've kind of been getting in the habit of just not even asking people their advice because I'm like, you know what, I I know what's best for me. Um, But I think the small little things I do in my daily routine have made a big difference. And I think getting in tune with like those your habits and your behaviors and how you act every single day can make some of the biggest differences some things for me that I try to do consistently is like work out that really helps me just like feel mental clarity feel good I also like writing in a journal every day and kind of like having a little to-do list or writing what's like on my mind also like practicing gratitude you know if I'm like kind of in a bad mood just thinking like of things I'm grateful for like those little habits that like don't seem like a lot but then when I think about all of them that I like do in a day or using my google calendar to help me not be forgetful like I've definitely learned the strategies that work for me and also the strategies that don't work for me and just like how to kind of set up your lifestyle so I think if you can get in tune with that the world is yours you know once you you know how you operate it, yeah, it goes back to, again, just knowing who you are and, and like you said, own it and adjust your habits or routines or whatever you're doing in your life to work best for you, right? Like, you know what works best for you. No one else does. So right. going going with that. Right. Yeah. I think that if anyone wants, like, more specific advice on a spe- more specific scenario or something, the DMs are open when I get Instagram back. Definitely. <laughs> answering questions if someone wants to hear about my experience as an entrepreneurship major or creating content or I don't know any any advice I could I I definitely love to help people it's like one of my favorite parts about posting people like leaving comments or like dming me I I love that awesome that's great thank you yeah Um, of course and my last question here for you Taylor that I end every episode with is mm-hmm. in this moment what is your proudest accomplishment and can just be the first thing that comes to mind just really oh. right now here and now what's your proudest accomplishment Okay I think my proudest accomplishment is like the relationship I've built with myself feel very confident in like who I am without anyone anyone's validation or I don't know, attention or anything like that. And I think that that's a really strong quality because it's like, I don't know, I just, I feel like more people need to prioritize the relationship with themselves, whether that's like making more time or fixing insecurities. Like we all obviously all have insecurities, but like kind of really working through those and at least being able to talk yourself out of doubting yourself and stuff. So I think 
my ability to like know what I want and also be in touch with my emotions is a really strong quality that has definitely helped me accomplish a lot and will help me accomplish like much better things going forward. So I don't know if that's a if that's a valid answer, but I guess I'll go with that. Yeah, no, I I definitely think it is. And yeah, congratulations on everything you've accomplished so far. And I'm looking forward to following your journey uh, into the future. And yeah, thank you so much for for being on the podcast. Thank Um, you so much. I can't wait to go. I've listen to a few episodes, but I'm going to go binge a bunch of <laughs> I was looking through and I was like wow there's a lot of awesome content here awesome thank you I appreciate that yeah, um, of course. and before we sign off Taylor where can people find you so, shout out your social medias um, anything you want to shout out yeah of course so it's Taylor Vahey I'll spell out my full name T-A-Y-L-O-R V-A-H-E-Y Taylor Vahey on Instagram just my straight name YouTube TikTok it's mostly where I post. I don't like Twitter. I don't have that. Facebook, I don't have. So yeah, that, that's where you can find me. Definitely DM me if you have any questions. I love to like help in any way I can. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Taylor. I hope everyone checks you out on your social medias. And again, thank you so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. This was so fun. I had a great time. 